When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Lisa Stone, and you're listening to Parenting Aces. Welcome to Season 12 of the Parenting Aces podcast, part of the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and this week we have Coach Todd Whittem back with us talking about a pretty interesting topic, I think. We are digging into the difference of coaching on the Pro Tour versus coaching juniors and what that means for parents looking to hire a former professional player or former tour coach to work with their child. What questions you should be asking, what you should be looking for in that coach before signing on the dotted line. Todd's got a lot of experience working as a coach on both the pro and the junior level, but also as a player at all levels of the game. And so he shares some great insights with all of us about what to do when you're faced with that choice of who to hire to coach your child. Before I bring Todd on, though, I want to just quickly remind you, if you haven't already, we would love for you to become a premium member of Parenting Aces. You can do that by going to ParentingAces.com and clicking on the Join button. You have a few options there, but if you choose the monthly or annual option, you are going to have full access to all of our content, discounts, early um Uh, registration for events that we do. So highly encourage you to pick one of those options. And if you are interested in having one-on-one consultations with me, then definitely choose the annual member option. All right, now sit back and relax and enjoy this conversation with Coach Todd Whittem. Welcome back, Todd. It hasn't been that long this time, but, you know, we got to get our numbers in. Absolutely. Thanks for having me once again. And I think we have a great topic to speak about. Yeah, I'm excited. So we're going to kind of dive into this whole notion of the difference between coaching junior players who are aspiring to play at a high level of college or maybe aspiring to play professional tennis versus coaching pro players out on tour. And you have a lot of experience in this arena as you and I have talked about a lot. Um, You know, everybody knows you as the guy who coaches the juniors and fixes all the problems and gets them ready for recruiting or the tour, but you also are around pro players. You are a former pro player yourself. You have coached and worked with professional players. And so I think this is just such a cool topic to kind of understand what the differences are and what the role of the coach is with a junior versus what the role of the coach is with a professional. Yeah. So you know, first of all, I mean, the topic came to mind while I, while I had some students with me at the Delray Beach ATP tournament last week, right? And yeah. my best friend on tour, who you've had on the show, Michael Russell, 
has been doing an amazing job with Taylor Fritz. Taylor Fritz won Delray Beach, and he's now five in the world, and he's our first top five American player since Andy Roddick. Yeah. Right. So, male player. Male, male player. player. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Male player. <laughs> so, you know, super exciting. Right. I've been talking yeah. with, with Michael a little bit here and there, and then they're heading off to Acapulco for the next tournament and then Indian Wells. And then I'll see Michael at, uh, at Miami. So, cool. you know, so obviously you know, I was very close with Michael when we were on tour and we were sharing hotel rooms and, you know, talking about game plans and how to recover and all these things that, you know, I was learning from him. I'm not, I don't know if he was learning much from me, but I was learning a lot from him, right. As one of the most professional guys on the tour. And, you know, and obviously he's fittest. I mean, Oh yeah. My goodness. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I give stories to my students all the time about, you know, what we were doing and the recovery and how long it took to recover. So we could try to stay injury free and, you know, all, all these things that, that professionals do, but, you know, so basically, you know, the topic, you know, is, you know, what are the differences between bringing up junior players and developing juniors as opposed to being on the ATP or the WTA tour traveling with professionals, right? Because I've mm -hmm. had a lot of parents throughout the years. I've had a whole bunch contact me saying, oh, I hired this former tour player. And, and, you know, these are some really big names and everything. And they thought that, you know, they would be great coaches, but usually it was a communication problem or they didn't really know how to develop or how to handle their child. And, and so, the, you know, one of the things that, you know, that, that goes through my mind is that, you know, just because someone was a great tour player formally doesn't make them a terrific coach, right? right. You know, there, there's a lot of different variables, you know, to, you know, that comes into play. That's a whole play. different skill set, a whole you're, different skill set. Yeah. You're, you're talking about apples and oranges, but yeah. I think, I think a lot of parents, you know, they get excited. Wow. This one was a terrific player on the ATP tour, the WTA tour, and they will do a great job with my son or daughter. And it really depends if they can, can connect, can communicate and can coach, right. Can, can do a right. great job, you know, coaching. Right. And so, you know, th this is what was going through my mind as I was watching some of the night matches with my students at, at Delray beach. I kept thinking, man, if I was still on tour, right. And, uh, you know, and I'm traveling, you know, their days are, I think are a little simpler, but they're obviously stressful because, you know, your, your, your player, your student on the tour, you know, they need to win. Right. And they, right. and, you know, you know, and they need to, you know, pay their bills and you need winning. them to win as the coach, because if they don't get That's paid, right. you don't get paid. Yeah. And, 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 and don't kid yourself when, when I'm watching Daniel, you and Sun Wu Kwan on tennis TV or, you know, the tennis channel, and it could be in the middle of the night when everybody's sleeping and I'm pulling an all nighter watching these matches, I'm getting stressed out too. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, so, you know, but, but exciting, obviously what Sun Wu has done this year as well. But so, you know, in terms of, you know, and I spoke to Pierre about this as well, Pierre Arnold, you know, is that, hey, Pierre, what, what do you think about the difference? Because I knew we were going to talk about this on the podcast. What, what do you think about the differences between bringing up juniors as opposed to, you know, bringing, you know, traveling on the tour and everything? And it is apples and oranges, mm -hmm. right? You know, it, it's, it's such a, it's so different, right? Because a tour player is produced, right? Yeah. They, they, they already have the skill set, right? And, and, and so, the, the most minor of details, right? If you can improve certain things or tactics or analytics, game plans, keeping, you know, players healthy with the right team around them, mm. their career can just be so different and can really take off, right? There's these very finite details. If, 
you know, because on the, on the ATP tour and the WTA tour, what separates you winning a set and losing a set could be only a point or two a set. Right. Right. You know, so, you know, now developing junior players is totally different. You have to go through the whole gamut. If you're really developing, you know, great amateurs to play college and maybe even a professional career, you know, you have a checklist as a coach, you have a checklist every single day that needs to be accomplished and you have to develop and spend many, many hours with, with these, with these juniors to develop them and get them ready to play at higher levels. So, you know, it's, it's, it's apples and oranges, um, you know, on the tour, you know, the emotional part, you, you, you know, you, you hear these interviews about the mental health and the emotional part for these players. And it's crucial. And I can tell you that, you know, I had a very tough time emotionally on the tour, especially when I was coming back from injuries and you're taking losses mm-hmm. that, you know, to players that previously you probably wouldn't have, you know, lost to. And so it's very tough. So sometimes on the tour, you know, the, these tour players, they need a friend, they need a coach, you know, they need, you know, some, so, you know, emotional support, but then on top of it, there's a whole side of, you know, making sure the player is, is in great shape, fitness, proper scheduling management. You're not working on teaching a forehand and the backhand, right? right? And, you know, those types of things. So, you know, it's just, a, it's just a much different, you know, different, you know, way of, of coaching, right? It's just, it's just, it's apples and oranges. So can you kind of walk us through what a typical tournament week would look like for the coach of a professional player versus a junior coach. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you're on, if you're on the tour, right. Depending on if you have, you know, if you have an off day, right. A day off mm-hmm. or, or a match day, it, it depends. Right. And so, right. you know, if, if, a, if a player has a day off, Right. You know, a lot of times, you know, they're, they're, they're going through, you know, maybe some live ball drills, but a lot of point play, right. Mm -hmm. A lot of tactics, how you're going to play, how you're going to play these particular players, how, how you're going to play on that particular surface that week. Is it playing, you know, is that week playing slow or is it windy? Are the courts gritty? You know, are they, are they really fast? How do you need to adjust the tensions of your strings for these conditions? Um, you know, the, the type of physical fitness that you need to do throughout that week. You know, if you have a day off, how that player is feeling physically, how they're feeling mentally, are they confident? Are they low on confidence? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, uh, you know, have they been on the road for many weeks and they're getting a little burned out where you need to go take a break at home and train and they need to rest. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of different things, you know, now. And if it's into- a top player, they're also squeezing media appearances in sponsor obligations, things like that. And so as the coach, don't you have to work around those items as well? Because those are non-negotiable a lot of the time. Absolutely. Right. I mean, you know, the, the sponsors, you know, you may have to do a certain amount of photo shoots or commercials or interviews and, you know, that that's contractual. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the, the life of a tour coach, you know, is, is, is interesting because they may only be working really a couple hours a day, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the, you work, mean directly with the player with the, exactly with the player, right. right. Directly. Yeah. So, you know, at home, you know, we're, we're on the court, you know, many, many hours a day developing, you know, juniors and working on so many different aspects, but on the tour, 
it's more of a management and mm. keeping your body healthy and strong and keeping your physical fitness up because you know also keep in mind you know for for a tour player the brunt of the work is is done at home it's not done on the road right that's where you do you know on the road you 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 have fine little details on how to prepare you know your your player or your mm -hmm. student you know for for their matches and everything and keeping them physically fit and healthy and tactics and analytics um yeah. you know doing doing you know the coaches doing research on you know you know who they're going to who who their who their student is going to play right. um in, in in the next round and you need to know all the tendencies you know you know how they construct points to where the player likes to serve on you know certain you know break yeah. points or big points and and all these things and so you know i i did this when when I, when i was a player i didn't always have a coach with me on the road so i had to do it myself mm -hmm. um and so you know it's you, you need to do your research and and like i said a point or two a set makes and breaks that player's week absolutely so that that's how close these players are to each other where you know the it's just it's just highly highly competitive right they're they're, they're so close so, so i mean if if we're you know kind of breaking down a tournament week for a tour coach their time on court may be very minimal with their player like you're saying an hour maybe an hour or two a day during the tournament but what they're doing off court is dealing with travel arrangements, making sure that the food is there for the player, the any types of on-court drinks and snacks that they like to have with them, making sure the rackets are strung at the proper tension, talking to the player and kind of getting a feel. Do you need your rackets tighter or looser for this next match? You know, how did it feel today? And really doing kind of the behind the scenes work so that when the match begins, the player has everything he or she needs to walk out on that court and have a clear head, hopefully, and compete well, right? The, right. the coach is taking care of all this other minutia behind the scenes. On top of that, they're acting as the psychologist or therapist for the player they're sometimes acting as a parent or an older sibling to the player, um, you know, handling all the different nuances involved in having someone competing at an elite level and trying to earn a living doing that. And then as the coach, having your living dependent on how good a job you do to prepare your player to, to perform well that week. Right. So yeah, as opposed to yeah. a junior coach who, right. as you're saying, you're on the court hours and hours and hours a day with the kids. It's very right. different. Well, it's very different. You know, with, you know, as, as a junior coach, you know, it's thousands and thousands of repetitions and, yeah. you know, and being mentally strong and concentration and discipline and, and discipline of shots, all the shots and the tactics and the match play and the physical fitness and all these things for a, for a tour player, you know, they're, they're already developed, right? right? You know, the, these things are developed, but, you know, going back to a tour player, this is, this is one of the most important things that you can mm -hmm. do for your, for your tour player, right. Is making sure that mentally they're confident and they're feeling good. Right. Yeah. I can tell you that the best weeks that I had on tour, everything was in place 
and and I felt really good about the surface and my surroundings, and I felt very comfortable, right? And and there are some weeks where it's very stressful. Maybe the traveling, you had cancellations, and and you got into some arenas late, and there's time changes, and you're not sleeping well, and the hotel is bad, and all these things. And then on top of that, you have to win. Right. And it's, it's stressful for these guys and gals on the, on the tour. So having someone with you that can really help manage your career and be your friend and, and, and be your coach and understand how to, how to help you emotionally is crucial for, mm-hmm. for these players. They're not learning a new stroke. They're not learning a new technique, right? They're, right. they're, you know, it's really, you know, just having a really good team around you and also staying physically fit, right. And injury free yeah. that that's, you know, if you get injured on the tour, you're, you're in deep trouble, right. right? You know, that, 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 yeah. that it's that's money out of hard. your pocket. It's yeah. You don't compete. You don't get paid unless yeah. you have tremendous endorsements and there's very few in the world that have that. Right. Um, and then it's also hard to recover from that physically mentally getting your game back in order. I can tell you about this, right? Because I had an injury riddled career and it was very hard to come back and get in great shape and start playing at a high level. You know, you take some very tough losses. I mean, look at Dominic team. I mean, he has not come back. Right. And it's been what over a whole year, right. And you're talking about, you know, this guy's a superstar and he's having trouble. Alexander, (laughs) right. Alexander Zverev. Yeah. Right. Another guy where he had probably the worst ankle roll I've ever seen in tennis. And he still is having trouble move on the court and he's, he's trying hard and he's playing well, but he's not what he was. Right. right? And so it's very tough. It's very demanding um, on these players. You know, it's stressful. They're traveling all around the world. They have a lot of things to deal with every single week. And on top of it, they have to win. (laughs) So not, not easy. So let's contrast that, you know, with the junior coach's role. And again, you know, this kind of all came up because it's parents have talked to you about having the opportunity for their child to train with former tour players. And, you know, you as a coach yourself understand that just because you're a great player doesn't mean you're a great coach. But for parents, especially ones that don't come from a sports background, they may not understand why there's this disconnect between being a great player and being a great coach. And I, I, I shouldn't say there is a disconnect. There can be a disconnect because there's certainly some former players who are doing well as coaches. Sure. So, you know, first of all, tennis is an individual sport, Right. And so, you know, many times, you know, you're, you're on your own, right? Mm-hmm. And so you may be traveling with a coach and maybe a trainer, but that's really just your little support group. You don't have a big team to be socializing with. And, right. you know, maybe there's other players on tour that are from your country, you know, that, that you socialize with and everything, but your, your support group is pretty small, yeah. right? And so I can tell you that on tour, socially, there are a lot of players that struggle socially, mm-hmm. right? They grew up training, competing. They knew they were going to be, you know, professional players. Some have limited education, right? Because they knew, you know, they were putting all their eggs in one basket to be a pro tennis player. And if they didn't make it, you know, then they they really didn't have a plan B. 
There was one plan and it was to be a professional player. Um, so, you know, to be, I believe to be a great coach, you have to understand how to handle each and every individual player, right? Sometimes I want my students to laugh. Sometimes I'm, I'm kicking their butt a little bit because, you know, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. I'm giving them some tough discipline, but I'm also assessing what works for that player, Mm -hmm. for that individual. Right. And so you have to understand how to handle them emotionally. I think you have to understand, you know, their parenting, you have to understand their previous coaching that they've received their upbringing. And so when you start assessing all these different things, you can have a full understanding on, on really how to get the most out of each, each and every one of your students. How do you think you develop those skills, Todd? Because I mean, you grew up playing very high level junior tennis, went on to play at a top tier university, went on the tour. So, I mean, you, you were on that track to play professional tennis pretty much from the get go. Right. Um, how do you feel like you were able to learn all of these, you know, quote, soft skills to be an effective tennis coach for these kids? Sure. Um, you know, I mean, I had some, I had what I believe to be some of the best coaches in, in, the, in the whole industry that were grooming me from when I was six years old. And, and, and I knew I was going to be a pro tennis player. It was just more of a matter of when. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't if. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and the coaches, you know, they, they knew that they knew how much I loved it and how much I love competing and, you know, and, and everything about the game. Um, you know, in terms of, you know, coaching and everything, I think you learn along the way. But I also saw how other students were handled around me when, when I was growing up as well. What worked? Right. Mm-hmm. What, what maybe didn't work. And, and so when I started coaching, I started to understand that you know, certain kids could handle certain types of coaching, whether it was me maybe laying into a student because Mm -hmm. they were not doing a good job or they were unfocused or they had a bad attitude or whatever it was, or, you know, other circumstances. I started to understand that if I wanted to get the most out of my students, I had to truly understand what worked for them, what Mm -hmm. type of coaching they need. Sometimes kids come into you know, come to train and they've had a bad argument with their parents. Right. So then, you know, they, they just want to smile and then you can get the most out of them that, that day. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, kids have had tough losses in tournaments, right. And they're down on themselves. Well, you got to try to boost their confidence, right. We got to get them happy and going and we got to get back to it. Right. Sometimes kids are unfocused, and they need a little bit of tough love and some discipline, right? Yeah. You know, that, that some of the parents they're listening to this are going, yeah, Todd, we've seen it, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, and we, and we love it. You and Pierre, you know, that yeah. type of thing. So, you know, for me, we, you know, we started to understand that. And these are things that I speak to Pierre about, you know, quite often as well, is that what does this student need? What does that student need? How do we help this one? You know, what, you know, all these different things, how do you handle them emotionally each and every day? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like working alongside Pierre kind of gave you an advantage and and sped up your learning curve to understand how to address the individual player and their needs and their learning style as opposed to, let's say you had just started coaching on your own at the park and didn't have that mentor 
you know, to kind of fall back on or not fall back on, but consult with, I guess, and kind of role play with a bit? Well, sure. So, well, for the first five or six years, I, I, I was on my own. Right. So I was, I was Were you learning. a good coach at that point. Or, I mean, when you look back, would you say that you were a good coach when you first started? I would say yes, because I connected well with the students and I would, and I you would were say, young. That, yeah, I got off the tour at 20, at 26. Yeah. Right. So that's my son's age, that's young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so I would say the results were pretty strong. So I, I would say that I think things were going pretty well. Um, you know, I think that, you know, I learned a lot in the first five or six years, you know, there's a lot of things that, that, that I deal with and face, you know, as a business owner on a daily basis, sure. how to, you know, how to communicate with the parents. Sometimes I didn't do that too well in the beginning, right. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, so I, I learned, you know, some tough lessons. Um, sometimes I had to communicate better with, with my students, you know, when I, when I got off the tour, it became, for me, it became very clear that it wasn't really about me anymore. It was about the students, right? Where, you know, how was that transition? It was fine. I really, I really enjoyed that. You know, for me, you know, for, for me, it was, you know, my whole life was, it was about Todd. It was, 